Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. And we're here. We've made it through the entire season six with a couple of tears. Okay, a lot of tears, especially this last episode. Uh, a lot of tears, a lot of laughs, though. Um, we had some, some. I don't know, I guess it was criticisms. We had some criticisms early on. Uh, but in the end, and Jamie, you kept saying, uh, in Dan, I trust. So for this finale, did he, did he deliver what we hoped? He delivered everything I dreamed of. It was perfection. That sums it up. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, you know, I was thinking, I was kind of reflecting on this last night. Uh, Rob did not watch the show with me, but he came up. He was like, how was it? And I was like, it's perfect. And he was like, I'm so happy for you. He's like, I know that you had some questions about some of the episodes early, so I'm glad that it did turn out how you wanted. And I was like, yeah, it, it really did. But um and there were some surprises and it was all done in the best way. And, you know, again, this is why I'm not a creative. I am not um, <laughs> in the writer's room, uh, but happily watching from the other side because I, I loved, I loved what we got to see last night. There was a lot of, of excellence to this uh, last and final episode of Shit's Creek. Now, before we dive into it, I just wanted to reflect real quick on the series and what it means, what it means to us. Do you have any any thoughts or, or what would you say about this now that we've kind of sat with it as long as we did? I mean, it it means so much that it just, it almost seems silly to me, like how much it, it means. But it's just, it's been a lot, you know, I've, the whole thing came at a time when I really needed it. And it just, it not, not only did it mean a lot to me, but just kind of looking around Twitter yesterday and Instagram and kind of everything, you know, for me personally, it, it brought me back to you. I mean, we've always been friends, but it kind of gave us a way to reconnect mm -hmm. and talk every week, which I love. Um, (laughs) but you know, it just, it, it really just, like I said, it brought me a lot of joy, but it, just looking around, like I said, Twitter and Instagram, it's brought just a lot of joy and happiness to the world when I feel like the world really needs it, not just now during quarantine time or whatever, but just a lot of a lot of things are kind of negative, especially on the internet. And this just really it it just brought joy and happiness. You know, I, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's, it, it was, it's one of these shows that, you know, watching interviews with uh, Daniel Levy and, and watching the uh, extra show that we got last night uh, that you can also watch, by the way, if you uh, pull up pop TV or bought it on Amazon, I believe it's supposed to be on Amazon too today. I haven't looked this morning, so I don't know for sure, but they talked about that and they talked about how they knew what they wanted it to be, but then they were still surprised that it became what it was. And in this 
crazy weird time of things like Tiger King. And don't get me wrong. I love me a good Tiger King kind of <laughs> stuff, you know, but this is like the 180 degree different. This is something that had this impact that was 1000% positive. It was joyful. It was beautiful. It was important and it was needed. Uh, and like you said, not just in this time of quarantine, but holy <laughs> cow, the timing of all of this. Um, I know I saw a couple of comments on Twitter of people going, you know, Dan, how can you do this when we're in the middle of all this? We need you the most. We need this to continue on, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? I think it's going out right at the right time. I thought it was, I don't know, last yesterday was one of my most favorite days on the internet, which I know sounds so bizarre, but I spent all day on Twitter and I spent a lot of time with Schitt's Creek yesterday um, re-watching. I re-watched all the finales and then picked a couple of shows in between that were some of my favorites that I just needed to revisit uh, before the finale. And then I watched um, most of season six leading up and up to it again. And um, it was all just wonderful. It was it was all just a a... What a community. What a beautiful, beautiful community. And I haven't checked the GoFundMe, but did you see how amazing that GoFundMe took off? Yeah. Last I checked last night, it was $180,000. I saw it at $192,000. So I'm going to- Wow. Yeah. I'm actually I'm gonna, doing that right now. I, I want to know- $197,000. $197,000. Look yeah. at that. So gosh, you know, by the end of today, I bet that hits the $200,000. Yep donation mark and how amazing is that it was just what a, what an incredible what an incredible community the Schitt's Creek well, folks are yeah and last summer they also for Dan's birthday I don't know yep. if you were were you I part was. of the fandom then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah they they donated and I don't remember what the dollar amount was but to the Trevor project and that was just beautiful and yeah it just speaks to the 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 lightness and and goodness that this show has brought out. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, so much good. And, and just something that I, 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 and I know they all are, but I, I know they know that this was special and this was important. Um, and it's something that if none of them ever did anything else on TV for the, or, or in the movies for the rest of their lives, this show eclipses, in my opinion, the importance at this time. This is, this is something that I think in 10, 20 years, we're all still going to be talking about. And we're going to be like, hey, remember, remember Shit's Creek. And what I, what I think I loved so much about it, and it was something they purposely did, and it didn't, I didn't realize it until I started uh, talking to some of my uh, friends in the LGBTQT community about this was specifically that they went in with no homophobia. Like there was just none, none of that existed in Schitt's Creek. It wasn't going to be in part of their show. So the way they came at these relationships and the way they came through with this storyline and who these people are, it was never from a point of fear that you typically see those kinds of relationships based in or some big dramatic moment that yes, that happens, but they also want to say sometimes it's good. It's good. It's a good right. story sometimes. And I loved that they, that they did that and they did that for, for that representation out there that, that needs to see that as well. And, you know, think of all those kids that are going to watch this and go, 
oh, this can be normal. This is normal. This is normal. Look, this is normal, guys. So I liked it. I guessed yeah. all of it. So it was really good. Um, all right, let's dive into uh let's dive into the episode and talk about this beautiful wedding that David ended up having. This episode was called Happy Endings, and there's a lot of reasons <laughs> that they named it that, and I laughed every single time I thought about it. Uh, but let's go ahead and start our little recap here. Okay. So we wake, we start to the roses waking up David, um, startling him. And every single moment of this opening was hilarious. You know, and they wake him up with the news of the weather that it's pouring down rain. And, you know, I saw that you wrote on Twitter last night that we're really going to miss David's perfect use of F-bombs. And there were quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, so, it was really funny because I had watched, rewatched one of the episodes and I can't, re- I can't remember which episode it was, but, oh, it was, you know, it was the, um, uh, it was the, the one uh, with, when David, it was season, I think it was the season four finale, Singles Week, where he goes and he talks to, he talks to Ted. And he has this beautiful discussion. And in that discussion, he realizes, wait a minute, <laughs> I love, I do love him. And I'm not freaked out by the fact that Patrick just told me he loved me. because so he, he had just left Patrick and Patrick had said, I love you and whatever. And so he goes back and um, they have their discussion where, you know, David admits how much he loves him as well. And Patrick's like, this would be great if I just had a nice cup of tea because <laughs> got to bring him his tea and he drops the most per- it's just the most perfect inflection ever of the f-bomb and i have loved i loved every single time david used it and you know i'm not huge about watching that on tv and i don't think it needs to be used all the time but here's the thing in this show they used it perfectly they used it sparingly and when they did it had an impact so yes i will i truly will miss david's use of the f bomb <laughs> yes yes i mean perfect um so okay so then they go to the apartment we go to the apartment and you know they just kind of talk about the day or whatever but the biggest foreshadowing here is that patrick sets up a massage for David because he knew in advance that David be, would be stressed out. So then we go back to Moira and Alexis at the motel. And here comes my first tear of the night because Alexis is very emotional, very emotional and talks about how it's, you know, how hard it's going to be not to see Moira every day. And that she's almost glad that they lost the money. And then she says, I love you, and gave her a boop on the nose and a hair toss, and she was out of the room. So, oh, I forgot. At this point, we had decided that Moira was going to be the wedding efficient, so she was working on the vows. She was writing them. Can I buy a vow? <laughs> yeah, she mentions that she had brought the house down or the studio audience down, whichever yeah. was, in, in Pat Sajak's first wedding. Uh, and so there was a couple of good Wheel of Fortune jokes in there that, you know, had to be set. So they were hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that was just a really, really beautiful, touching moment that, you know, I thought that they had between each other. Then we cut back to David getting the massage and he's real tense. And then he, at the end, flips over and we, we leave him getting a massage 
to him going, oh, at the end. <laughs> very he, surprised. Yeah, very surprised. He he was getting a happy ending. And if you don't know what that is, go ahead and Google it. We are not going to describe it. <laughs> but let's say he was surprising um, and relaxing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so then we come back and the whole gang is brainstorming for venues and where to come up to have the wedding and they are you know in a tent in the pouring rain and everybody is there basically and they come up with the town hall which I thought was a great idea and I hadn't I hadn't really thought of that as an idea so I thought that was neither had David it was not on his mood board (laughs) yes um and the funniest line out of that one I thought was when Ronnie said that she knows the florist oh she's hilarious well what was what was so great about it is is Patrick's like oh my gosh Ronnie that would be great thank you (laughs) and she's like I'm doing this for David (laughs) because she is not gonna let she has never let that go Patrick that whole renovation snafu that where you were being such a snothead to her she's like "Mm, still not over it Patrick still don't like you I love Ronnie. She's so great. Yes, she is the best. And then we go back to the apartment and find a very relaxed David, like alarmingly relaxed David. And we find that's where we find out for sure that uh, he has gotten a happy ending. And Patrick at first is upset and, you know, but then he realizes that it was just a huge miscommunication, but they're kind of arguing back and forth and, Stevie says, now this is what Ray should be filming for the wedding video. Yeah, Ray was uh, the videographer. And so he was uh, filming like dumb stuff. And (laughs) Stevie's face was like, ooh, this now this is good. This is yeah, that, that whole interchange between Patrick, David and Stevie there had me rolling and it was a perfect little snippet of the three of them um, and their relationship. And I loved it. And it was it was so great. And I loved how Patrick was rightfully mad and David was rightfully confused and saying, I thought that's what you, you told me to do this. So I just went with it. You know? and, uh, and and then when Patrick explains, he's like, well, I just left a stack of cash with a note saying to make you feel good. Oh, I can see how that might be. Interpre- like, you know, he got there where he was like, I see this really. Okay. Dave. So he couldn't be. He could be mad at David, but he chose not to be. He accepted what had happened and was ready to just move on. But was what was making me uh, giggle so much was Stevie can't help herself. She's like, give me the details, you know. And, and Yes. And as David and Patrick are hugging each other and saying goodbye, that was probably my, my favorite Dan, Daniel Levy moment of the night was he's hugging Patrick. And he looks over at Stevie and he like raises his eyebrows and gives her a thumbs up. And he was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it was great. It was great. (laughs) Yes, that was one of the best, you know, we love his acting with his face. And that was, it was so good. It was so good. So, uh, so yeah, so then we're back at the motel and Alexis (laughs) is getting dressed to walk David down the aisle. Yes, and she comes out of the bathroom and she looks amazing. She looks stunning, but she is in a full length white, white floor length gown. And David freaks out. He's like, Why are you wearing a wedding dress? Yep. And she, 
And then she, she's like, it's not a wedding dress. It's a black and white theme wedding. And he's like, well, why don't you wear black? And then she says that it came with a tool head headpiece, <laughs> which he's like, you mean a fail? And she's like, no. And then uh, in walks Stevie looking beautiful. And she says, well, you guys will only look like a bride and a groom if you are standing near each other. To which David says, She's walking me down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then sure enough, Roland points that out at the wedding. He's like, don't they look like, like they're get, like husband and wife. And, and uh, Eugene is just sitting there shaking his head. He's like, well, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So then they end up just, you know, David kind of being on David, like just, you know, kind of decides to go with it. And they all toast to, to the wedding day. Then it's time for the big moment. And this is, you know, where the tears are really coming down at this point. It's the wedding. And Moira walks in first, looking amazing. Nothing short of amazing. With This was, I mean, I don't, I was not prepared for this. I did not, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't expect it, which is shame on me. How could I have not thought this through that this was going to happen but i don't know i don't know where i was but i gasped partially in horror partially in hilarity and then i just went with it because what else are you going to do when moira walks out to officiate this wedding it's like pope moira she has the big hat she's all in white she's got this crazy headpiece wig thing going on she has eye makeup on for days she is the oh and these gold gloves yeah i mean oh my gosh it was absolute schitt's creek perfection it was the best thing i have ever the best moment (laughs) ever and i was so glad that i hadn't seen a spoiler for this i was glad that they did keep everything under wraps because that was the best shock value oh my gosh just died I just I was rolling so hard it was great but then I was like and I was like oh Moira you're totally upstage and I was like no no she's not this is Moira (laughs) right right a hundred percent I mean just Moira perfection Mm -hmm. um and then the Jazzigales start singing Precious Love which I wasn't really familiar with that song but it was it was beautiful you know, that's the song that they danced to at the end of season two. Oh, now that, okay. okay. Yeah, so you are, but that's what that was from. And so my, not that I had predicted correctly, but my prediction that <laughs> they would have a dance all la da, 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 that was their callback to season two dance. Okay. So that's why I was like, oh my gosh, this song, I am, I was, I, I didn't even think about the song coming next. I didn't I didn't even think that there would be a song. I didn't even think about that song. All I was I was in that moment where they were singing Precious Love, where they everybody walks into Precious Love and it's beautiful. And I was so happy that 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 they did that. And the rendition of it was perfect. The Jazzigals were a great answer to this. And I thought they yes. were just so lovely um, lining the sides of the town hall and and singing that song. So yeah, so they sing Precious Love and we get um, Stevie walks down with Mr. Rose, um, which is also very sweet to see that they kind of had their little connection moment there. And um, David's up front with his dad as his best man, which made me happy. I like to see that as well. And uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, it was all just, just be, and the town hall looked beautiful, um, as beautiful as it could. <laughs> so then uh, next we see David and Alexis kind of talking behind the curtain before they walk down the aisle, and David's kind of freaking out a little bit, and Alexis is is telling him how you know how proud she is and everything and then she gives him a boop and then I'm crying again and and then the curtain opens and the jazz gal starts singing simply the best mm-hmm. and I'm I'm done at that point yeah. <laughs> I, again another little beautiful um nod a little throwback to the David and Patrick relationship and uh it was perfect and I I didn't see that coming either. Even even with them singing Precious Love, I didn't see simply the best. I didn't see the best coming into this at all. I don't know why, guys. I don't know what I was expecting, but I didn't <laughs> expect it. And it was this beautiful, unexpected moment where I was like, oh, they did that too. Oh, this but then it gets better. Then it gets better. The vows. We had more songs. <laughs> yes. And that one, I didn't see that one coming. So it was really sweet, you know, kind of before we get to the bow, seeing everybody like Moira was all choked up trying to trying to get through the beginning of the, you know, the welcoming and everything of the wedding. And Stevie was a crying mess. Even Ray in his ruffled tuxedo. Oh, he was crying back there. Handheld, yes was crying and it was just so sweet and then we get to the vows and Patrick sings Mariah Carey and it was I didn't see that coming it was the the sweetest thing he um he he said you know starts it off and he says I would climb I think by now you know I'm gonna keep this short because I think by now you would know that I would climb 1,000 mountains for you you will always be a part of me and then he launches into singing Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby. And I was so, so happy uh, to see that because I had in my head somehow that they would do something dumb. And I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. That there would be some, um, I don't know, celebrity show up or pop in or somehow Mariah Carey would happen to fall into shit's Creek. You know, something totally right. lame and stupid. And they avoided all of those traps and all of that stupidity, which I still would have howled if Mariah Carey had been there in some way or shape or don't get me wrong. (laughs) But um, I'm really glad that they didn't, but they did incorporate her somehow because she is a part of their relationship. She might be the second most important part person in David's life is Mariah Carey. And so to have Patrick, you know, he had once said, to David, you are my Mariah Carey. And then to bring this back in again, all these little sweet, it was this whole show was like the perfect combination of new surprises, but also sweet, gentle callbacks and Easter eggs from previous episodes, uh, particularly when it came to the David and Patrick relationships that I just, I loved it so much. I thought it was just the right balance of everything. It was a perfect mix of things. So I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, one of the things that Dan Levy said was that he wanted this to be a love letter to fans. And like, mm-hmm. absolutely, I absolutely felt it with all the callbacks and Easter eggs. And like you said, kind of almost like inside jokes that we could walk down memory lane. So yep. it really yeah. did feel like a love letter. So then we get to David's vows. And 
I, of course, I didn't write down a lot of what he said, but I mean, it was just beautiful saying that he had never felt a love like this before and never found so much joy in a smile and yeah, I wrote, never I wrote felt so down. safe. Yes, please. Um, he said, I never liked a smile as much as I liked yours. Never felt as safe as I do with you. Never knew love like I have with you. Patrick Brewer, you are my happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick just has this perfect little like look on his face like, mm, great. <laughs> but it was, it was, oh, it was just so well done. It was so well done. And so that was it. That was, they got married. And uh, then, then we had to say goodbye to the Rose family. And so we, we fast forward to the next morning. Everybody's standing outside um, getting ready to see Moira and uh, Johnny off because so we didn't get to see any of like the reception or the party which I'm sure was amazing and wonderful it must have been because both Alexis and uh, Stevie get called out for staying up all night long <laughs> yes yes they hadn't been to sleep yet and they had as Maura said the smell of liqueur wafting off <laughs> and so we are saying goodbye uh, to uh, to everybody and it was a sweet goodbye uh, you know first they tell Stevie, um, you know, how proud of her they are and, and to take care of the place. And Johnny hands over the keys to room seven. And I don't know if you saw Emily. Did you see Emily? I did. She posted a picture saying, I still have the key. So she kept it, which I love. I love. Yes. And she had tears on her face. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was really beautiful. So yes, they said goodbye to Stevie and there's a lot of, um, I love yous and you know, that you could just tell the, the, the emotion, I think not, not on the actors, but on the people, um, as they all start hugging and saying, I love you. And, um, then next they say goodbye to Patrick and Patrick tells Mr. and Mrs. Rose that he'll be happy to host them with David at their house, their perfect cottage. They say goodbye and then comes the kids and it's just, it's just beautiful. And they tell each other that they love them and they hug and, and then they get in the suburban and ride off into the sunset you know, and it, it, the the thing that I liked about this so much was it was just, this was, everybody went the way they were supposed to go, you know? Um, Johnny and, and, and Moira leave so Moira can go back to work, which she wanted to do all along. Um, she does say she has a great line about <laughs> the shipping of her girls, uh, yes. her wigs. Uh, you know, that they have to be in a temperature-controlled, airtight container, you know, and it was great. Um, always back to those wigs. But again, that's a great callback to the first episode where she is howling on the floor over her wigs and that they can't travel together because they don't like each other. I mean, she just, it was so great. So yeah, all kinds of little Easter egg moments in there for the fans. And then, uh, but they go off and, and, you know, and, and they just, they look successful again, you know, I mean, Moira and Johnny always dressed the part regardless, but they're getting into this big black SUV and they're driving off and they're leaving. Meanwhile, we know David and Patrick are going to have their happily ever after. Uh, they're in Schitt's Creek for a little while. Maybe, maybe they'll leave someday, but for, for now, that's where they need to be and they're going to be good there. And then I just 
I still go back to how much Alexis has changed and how uh, I know I know it's not going to happen or there's no plans for it maybe right now or at least nothing that I have seen or anybody even alluding to. But couldn't you see an awesome Alexis in New York City spinoff in some way, shape or form? I could. Yeah, it would be beautiful. I could it really see it. would. I could see it. And especially if they did something where, you know, it was uh, like back and forth to her younger, like young Alexis and all the crazy that she used to do. I would love to see those yes. stories as well. But Anywho, we'll see if anything comes about that. But but I really, uh, I felt like everybody was where they were supposed to be and nothing was left unfinished for me. I saw somebody complaining about the finale on a Facebook group and just basically saying, you know, why they didn't wrap up Ted and Alexis. I'm like, hello. Yes, they did. Like three episodes. Yes. Back. You know, it, right. it, and they wrapped it up sufficiently like if you were hoping that ted was going to show back up at this wedding and take her away that would that no no that's not right and i really felt like what they did with this was was just was great and everybody was and it ends up in their place where they needed to be and um it's impressive writing that we were able to get to that without all of these silly tropes and things that I would have personally thrown in there. But again, this is why I am not in the writer's room. I get it now. Um, it, without all those silly tropes that they can do just to please fans or to make us happy. Because of course, you know, if Ted had showed up, I would have been thrilled. But we didn't need that. What we got was so great without it. And and I'm, and, and I, that's just, it was just beautiful. It was great. But uh, as they're leaving town, they mentioned something about Roland had one last surprise for him. I guess he forgot. Oh, well, let's go. And right when they said that, I was screamed. I was like, it's the sign. It's the sign. We did something to the sign. I knew it was going to be the Schitt's Creek sign. And sure enough, as they're leaving, Johnny slams on the, you know, yells at the driver to slam on the brakes and stop and look at the sign. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Um so if you guys remember back, it was like episode three or four or something like that. The Schitt's Creek sign was this big consternation because it looks like um, they're having sex on the town sign. <laughs> and Johnny was so upset about it and was really mad and wanted it changed. And so the, all they did was put up another sign that said, don't worry, it's a sister. Like, <laughs> they're not doing anything. Even, Even more further. appropriate. <laughs> yes, yes. And so um, Roland, in order to say goodbye to the Rose family, had the sign changed. And it is now the Rose family with David and Alexis kind of standing in the back in some of their signature outfits. And then um, Moira is the man standing behind a bent over <laughs> Johnny. And um, in it, the, the tagline on it says, Shit's Creek, where every, everyone fits in here. And it was just a... It was sweet because I, I was like, you know what? That's also another perfect way to end this is to prove that um, Schitt's Creek is for everyone. Yep. Everyone can live in Schitt's Creek. And I think that's something we should all strive for. Let's make our own little towns a little more shitty, right? Let's make it a little <laughs> bit more like Schitt's Creek and um, embrace some of the the love and the joy that the levees have built and put together for us because this, this whole experience – Oh, was just beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Per I, once again, perfection times a, a trillion. Yep. It was good. It was good. So we are two very satisfied Schitt's Creek fangirls. We are happy with uh, the way that this uh, finale 
what it gave to us, everything that we needed. I, I feel good. Like I, I was surprised. I thought I was just going to be so bereft and so upset that my favorite series of all time, because I can say that this is my favorite series of all time. I was thought that I was going to be just crushed that it was over. And how could they leave us like this? And you know what? I was left with hope and happiness and satisfied and I'm good. I am, I am, I'm good. And, and my daughter was sitting next to me. She was like, why did they end it so early? Weren't they just getting big? I was like, they were just so brilliant. That's why they ended it early. They're so <laughs> smart. They knew exactly where they wanted this story to go. They didn't want to fill it with any junk in between. They didn't want, it was good. This was, this was the ending that was naturally set before them. And even though this past year, raising my hand over here, some of us in America <laughs> finally got around to watching Shits Creek. Um, and, the, and they did, quote unquote, get super popular all of a sudden. They knew. They just knew. And I, I back them up on this 100%. And I also have to remind everybody just what you know Daniel kept saying. He's like, look, guys, we're a show. Like, if you're sad or you miss us, the great thing is jump back in. Start from the beginning. Rewatch the whole thing or pick your favorite episodes. I mean, Thank you, Netflix, for having Shit's Creek on there because that's what I did yesterday. And I'm actually going to do it all day today, I think, is just put a little bit more Shit's Creek in my life and start watching it all over again. Guys, I've seen it at least the whole series. I have watched probably four times through already. Why not five? Why not six? Why not seven? Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's just one of those when you kind of... You know, my husband always jokes, like if I'm having an off day or a sad day or, you know, if he walks in and I'm watching Shit's Creek, he automatically is like, what, what's what's the matter? Why did you need your <laughs> friends to come hang out with you? <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, you do. And, and they, they just, uh, they make everything a little bit better. So, yeah, I was completely satisfied with this. I will say I had this, I had the thought probably about an hour, hour and a half after putting my phone down and going, ah, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Was this would make an excellent movie like Downton Abbey did how they came back, you know, a little while later and gave us a Downton Abbey movie. I yes. want a Shit's Creek movie someday. It doesn't have to be next year. It can be two years from now, three years from now, but as long as everybody comes back for it. So that's my only caveat is I don't want anyone to not show up. So all y'all better clear your schedules and coordinate together. <laughs> Uh, and if not, then don't do it because I want everybody. I want Ray. I want Ray to come back. <laughs> I, I need Bob. I need Veronica. I need everybody um, back in this for my movie, whatever you guys decide to, to put it together. But uh, I'll be ready to put my dollar dollar bills out at the movie theater. Um, hopefully we have movie theaters um, and uh, be happy to go and see this one. So Jamie, it's been so much fun. And thank you for, for joining me every week for this. I know that uh, sometimes we had to push it back a day or two because of the craziness that is life, but we made it through and uh, it's been fun watching Shit's Creek with you. <laughs> It's it's been a blast, and for me, like I said, it's a dream come true. I've always wanted to do a podcast, and you helped me do that and get back in contact with you and some other friends. And yeah, yes, it's, that, it's been amazing. That, I was so tickled when I saw you pop in um, to our group, and I was like, "Oh, it's Jamie!" <laughs> that made me so happy. So uh, hopefully, we will talk more, and of course. You know where to find me anytime you need a fangirl about anything. You just hit me up and we'll, we'll make it happen. 
<laughs> Sounds good. All right. Love you, friend. <laughs> love you too. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one and come back and fangirl with us again real soon. Bye.